Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on at home. At home. Praise the Lord with us. Are you saying amen at home right now? Amen, amen. Or little happy faces? <laughs> if you put that old, old angry face, that's just pitiful. I'm telling you what. Social media, people that are ugly on social media, they really don't have any life whatsoever. Pathetic. Pathetic. Spell my name right. That's what I think. Okay, for sure. This is a day the Lord had made. You hear me or not? Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. What would you say, girl? I am calling them out. You shouldn't be ugly. Yes or no? It's a day the Lord has made. You ought to be rejoicing and happy. Yes or no? Amen. Come on. Not criticizing and negative and mean and ugly. Okay? We don't have a lot of that. Last week I had 20 ugly phone calls. No, two weeks ago. Last week just had two. I think word's out. We're open. Got it? We're open and we're happy in the Lord. Amen. Okay? And our people are pretty smart. You're not calling me bad. You're calling our people crazy. Because they have brains. Look at them sitting around. Did anybody tell you where to sit today, brother, over there? You chose that seat, didn't you? Ain't nobody around. How about you, Russ? That's your seat anyway. And I like that. Russ ain't giving up his seat. But people respect him enough to know he's always over there. We're going to slide over this way. Amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you. Good to see you again. Welcome. One last song today. Mitch, where you at, son? Amen. He usually has Miss Karen playing this song. Miss Karen's at home and Larry. And people are taking precautions. And some people have had some, some bugs and this, that, and the other. And that's good. That's okay. I've met like your grandmother, Sweetie Pie. She works with home health care and things like that. So she has to watch, especially what she does. And I was at their place last night over out in the park. And I was talking to them. But that's nice, right? People are doing what they need to do, okay? But uh, we're just glad that you're here today, glad you're watching online. And Miss Karen, this is always, I know she's going to be sick that she ain't sitting over there playing this right now. But they're going to do it a new way today. They're going to just have the band do it, amen, and pull all the instruments together. This is a song that we've come to love since Mitch was a young man. He's actually a teenager when he started singing this song at Fellowship Church. And it's called, I Know My Redeemer lives. Let's make some noise. You're going to love this, I think. Come on. Here we go. Praise the Lord. Amen. Here we go. Come on. Talking's over now. Talking is action time. That's a nice shirt. I done told you once. That's twice now. You You need to smile with that pretty shirt on. There you go. Amen. Amen. We love this band. Praise the Lord, guys. What a great song. Amen. Praise the Lord. Talk the sun where to stand in the morning, and who told the ocean you can only come this far, and who showed the moon where to hide till evening, whose words alone can a falling star Well I know my Redeemer lives I know my Redeemer lives Let our creation testify Let this Life within me cry, I know my redeemer. 
every same God that spins things in obey. Once to the weary, the warning, the weak, and the same gentle hands that hold me when I'm broken. They conquered death to bring me victory. Testify that this life within me cry. I know my Redeemer, He lives to take away my shame, and He lives forever. I proclaim that the payment for my sin was the precious life he gave oh but now he's alive and there's an empty grave stage like this. I know it's not good for cameras, but anyway. Amen. Praise the Lord. Wow, was that good? Have you enjoyed church today? Say, come on. Amen. I tell you what, I don't care what anybody says. We couldn't do that if we didn't have some folks here in this building. It ain't the same. Not the same without having some people. Amen. So online, thank you for watching, but Tell you what, a lot of gratitude goes to these people right here. From you, I hope, that's keeping this alive and keeping this uh, with some energy today. We know that's from the Lord, but, but where you're gathered together in a group in the Lord's name, He's in your midst. Amen? And that's what we've been experiencing today. Yes or no? Amen? Come on, praise the Lord with me if that's the way you're feeling. If that's the way you're feeling. It's the way I'm feeling. Amen. Let's go to the Word this morning. We do have time in the Word. And look, where are you going when you're done? You know what? I have a big Easter dinner at 4 o'clock today. My mother-in-law is cooking a special Easter dinner. So I got till 4 o'clock. 
No, I'm not going to be to four o'clock. But anyway, I appreciate that. Easter should be special. Easter should be special. Amen. Say it should be. We have Christmas. We have Thanksgiving. I told my mother-in-law last night, thank you so much for making that extra effort, making Easter special for our family. Amen. For the Clark family. And uh, we just really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to it. She made me my sister-in-law's recipe from the country, this old-fashioned pound cake. Now, if you want this, you've got to get it from my mother-in-law. You know, you know Terry, my brother, right? His wife, Portia. I'm up to the seventh grade. They didn't have running water and, and inside plumbing. Okay? But I tell you what they did have. They could cook, baby. You hear me say. And this is the best pound cake. Pound cake I like. I know I'm taking a little time for the message. We're having a little cooking time with Gary on Easter. But the best pound cake to me is that thick, heavy pound cake. Not that pound cake you grab it and you're like, eh. No, what you talking about? I'm talking about that pound cake. You slice it, and you might get 20 slices out of it because it's so heavy. You have to carry it like this. Baby, that's what I got. I got one of them waiting for me at 4 o'clock. So don't you feel sorry for me. Amen. Say, whoo, mercy. I got to quit. Come on. Here we go. I don't need it. No, I don't need it. But one thing this has taught me, this, this virus that's out there, I thought, I'm just going to eat real healthy right now. Now, healthy to me means as much as I'm getting. So I've been eating a lot. I've been, I've been eating at home, too. Home-cooked food, man, will make you fat. I'm telling you that, right? It depends who your cook is. My mother-in-law cooks like crazy. Y'all hear me or not? Say, whoo, mercy. i got to get focused. Come on. Her, too? Don't forget me, ma'am. Hey, 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 don't forget me. Make me something. What's wrong with you? Come on. Let's go. Fellowship. Here we go, fellowship. Let's have church this morning. Y'all ready at home? Say, I hope you haven't just left me. Now music's over. We'll leave. I thought this was church. Then set up. Come on. Yes or no? Come on. Y'all with me at home? Say, if your husband's over there, pop it. Pop! Get up. Kids, where y'all at? Come on. Here we go. Let's talk about it this morning. Jesus strong. I wear it on my left hand. And if, if there's not one on here, it means I've given it away to somebody. Jonathan came up to me the other day and showed that to me. He went through a hard time, right, Jonathan? And you said, that's really helped you. And we did a message last week and talked about that, how that can help you in your life. To You know, our strength comes from Jesus. Say that with me. Our strength comes from Jesus. That's not kooky to say that, guys. We're made in the image of God. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. We know Jesus now... As believers, He is our Lord and our Savior. We pray. We can read Scriptures. The Holy Spirit helps us in our life. That is some incredible strength that, that a lot of people have no clue. Amen? Come on. That's why we can be a light in this world. Amen. When things are bad happening in our life, it's not that we don't sorrow and we hurt too, but we don't sorrow as those which have no what? Hope, the Bible says. See, we have hope, which is a confident expectation. So let's talk about Jesus strong on Easter Sunday morning. Here's the strength, baby. It's the strength of the resurrection. That's where your strength comes from. Let's talk about it today. We're going to really unpack this for about 25 minutes. Let's go. Satan and his forces hate the resurrection of Jesus Christ more than anything. I think with churches shut down all over the world today, Satan is having a heyday. That's my strong opinion on it, okay? It's horrible. Amen? I'm not saying you can't meet online and stuff like that, but that sure ain't like getting your neighbor, your neighbor to get in a car with you and come on to church for the first time. Many people are saved on Easter Sunday morning. 
That message, that message is something that draws people. It's the Holy Spirit of the living God. Satan hates the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Okay, y'all hear me or not? We're going to talk about it. Here we go. Let's pop it up. He hates it. He and his demons and his followers, okay, been getting calls from atheists, okay? Had, had one the other day call Dean at the office and just accost her. Yeah, people with words molest, okay? We don't like molestation, do we? Yes or no? Say, a lot of people do that with their mouth. Had somebody call and do that over the phone. You're horrible if you do stuff like that. You hear me or not, say, good grief. But his forces are at work today. And they've tried to explain the resurrection away for for centuries. Because if the resurrection doesn't go away, their their goose is cooked. Okay, well, their goose is cooked because the resurrection ain't going away. We know what Satan's final destiny is because we've read the back of the book, baby. Yes or no? But let's talk about what they, how they try to explain this day away. The fraud theory. And that's this world out there today. They're jumping up and down because churches are closed. A lot, of, a lot of lost people and unbelievers. Jumping up and down. This is a society they want. It's not the society I want. But they said it's a lie. This, this resurrection is just a lie. Fraud theory. That's one of the things. But it's funny... No one, no one was calling it the lie theory so much at the time because there was eyewitnesses. There were Roman authorities that carried it out. It actually happened. Jesus actually died. There's even other things other than the Bible, historical record that talk about this day really happening. Okay, it's all a lie. It's all a fairy tale. I read something like that this morning. Somebody put out there, this day's just a fairy tale. Is that the best you can do, devil? With your little name calling and that kind of crap, I call it. It's just a lie. Here's another view out. There's five basic views over 2,000 years. These are the top five. And if you'll get a hold of this today, you'll realize how strong you are in Jesus Christ. He lies to you, doesn't he? Yes or no? You feel like you're no good. You can't make it. Nobody loves you. I don't care. I don't matter. You know, you hear all this mess. And he wants to fill our head with this mess. But that's what he said. Same things about the resurrection. Here's the swoon theory. That's a, that's a big one. What does that mean? Jesus wasn't really dead. Oh, he, yeah, he got crucified because they realized the last stuff doesn't work. It really happened. They say he really wasn't dead. He still a little life left in him after he'd been beat to a pulp and crown of thorns and had his back ripped out. Thirty-nine, You know, the stripes and flesh, little bones were just beat him on his back. And there he is, just horrible. So he just really wasn't dead. They put him behind this big tomb and everything, and somehow they rolled a stone away and he walked out. Here's the problem with that theory. He's alive. Amen? Say, he's alive. See, they even admit it on that that second one. Number three, the high theory. What's that? That's my words. It's called the uh, vision theory, if you get in all your fancy books that you can read. I call it plain English, the high theory. They, thought, they think that this was all just because the, di- the disciples were smoking weed or something. That's true. That's what, this is one of the arguments. One of the arguments that atheists use, are, is this the best you got? It lie. 
He won't really dead. Them jokers are smoking some weed. Well, they sure turned the world upside down for weed smokers. And that usually doesn't happen with weed smokers, by the way. Yes or no? Amen. The spirit theory. This is, this, is, this is Satan's crowd. This is what they teach. That his spirit rose. I think that's funny. It sounds like as I read their theories, they are, uh, uh, really all they have is that lie one at the beginning. Everything else says that something happened. Yes or no? Amen. Y'all hear me? Am I losing you today with this talk? The spirit theory. Only his spirit rose. And here's the last one. Here's the last one. This is the devil's crowd. Atheist, people that don't believe in the resurrection. The, the heart theory, Jesus arose in the disciples' what? Hearts. And that was it. He didn't really rise. He arose in their hearts. And so they ended up giving their life for him and dying for him and starting the church and turning the world upside down for Jesus. And here we are today. Do you see how crazy these views are? Yes or no? Did y'all hear me or not? Did I lose you? I'm not going to spend all day on this, but is that the best you can do? It's funny how people, what lengths people will go to not believe. What lengths people will go. The mess that they will make up to not believe in Jesus Christ. That's why God puts it pretty simple. That if you'll confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart that what? God raised Jesus from the dead. You shall be saved that's it in a nutshell you can choose these five kooky that's the best they got too buddy we get about 20 up there but they're so stupid they're far stupider than those five right there and those are stupid but god makes it simple you're either going to believe this mess right here or you're going to believe that i so loved you and i gave my son for you and all I ask out of you is this. Believe. Say that with me. Believe. Believe. How many have got stronger in your life because you believed? Let me see some hands. I got stronger because I believed. Isn't that amazing? Say, how many tried other things and it didn't work? Let me see some hands. Tried some other stuff it didn't work. But Jesus Christ, I'm a believer, man. Amen? Let's move on with the message. The resurrection was predicted, by the way. It was predicted by David. You'll not leave my soul in hell. This was predicted many, many uh, hundreds of years before it ever happened. Keep looking, Rod. Just push me. It was predicted. It was predicted by Isaiah. He made his grave with the wicked, with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence. You see the difference between the devil's view and God's view? God says it would happen way before it ever happened. And then it happened. All Satan can do is like, he swooned, he, uh, he uh, you know, lied, or he, they're smoking weed. It's crazy. God's not ashamed and not afraid to put his word out there ahead of time and tell you what's going to happen. That's how faithful our God is. Yes or no? Faithful. Do you believe in heaven? Absolutely, I believe in heaven. Why? Because God said it is so. You believe, Gary, that Jesus is preparing a place for you in heaven? Absolutely. Am I good? Have I got good scripture to back that up? Somebody tell me. Y'all know that some of scripture? Yes or no? Amen. Say, amen. See what I mean? Absent from the body means we're what? Where did we get that idea? The Bible. You hear me? See, God's not ashamed. He'll tell you. Look at this one. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. He put him to grief. 
When you shall make your soul an offering for sin, predict it. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. The pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by his knowledge. Shall my righteous servant justify what? See, we're justified because of Jesus' death on the cross and his resurrection. This is a factual thing that was predicted hundreds and even thousands of years before it ever happened. It was predicted. It was predicted by Jesus himself. For that time forth, Jesus began to, to show his disciples how that he must what? I've got to go to Jerusalem. I've got to suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes. And I'm going to be what? Killed. And then I'll do what? Raise the third day. I'm, I'm telling you right now. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. He could say exactly what's going to happen. And not only am I going to be killed, I'm going to rise again from the dead. He laid it out there ahead of time. If he was a fraud, it could easily be proven. You said something that didn't happen, but he said something that did happen. Y'all hearing me today? What I'm trying to do with this message today is make you a little stronger. This means something. Jesus is risen. This is not a lie. This is not a fraud. This is not weed smoking. You hear me or not? He didn't just rise in a heart or in a spirit. He's alive forevermore. He was seen and he's seated at the right hand of God the Father. Why don't you be strong in your faith? Say, well, I don't know what people think. Here's what they're going to think. You're weak. That's what they should think. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says, and you shall be what? Saved. Believe, man. Behold, we go to Jerusalem. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed into the chief priests and to the scribes. They're going to condemn me to death, he says. They're going to deliver him to the Gentiles. He's talking about himself. They're going to scourge me. They're going to what? Crucify me. And the third day, I'm going to do what? Repeat it over in the Scriptures. The best Satan has is this made-up mess. We have prophecy. We have actual things Jesus said before it ever happened. And then we have historical record. If you don't believe in the resurrection, you don't believe in one of the most documented things since the beginning of history. It's not like you believe, oh, it's just a fairy tale. Isn't that nice how people can say that? That's just your opinion. No, it's not my opinion. It's a fact. And man up and go ahead and say now, you don't believe. But be a man or a woman about it. Don't play the game and think you're getting off the hook because it's not true. It is true. And without Jesus Christ, you will perish. That's the truth. And if you don't want to believe in Jesus, that's on you. But why you got to cast names and call names and make up lies and crap like that? You hear me? Now, after I'm risen again, I'm going to go before you into Galilee. Did he do that? Absolutely, if you know your Bible. He, so much. So Satan says predictions don't really matter. <laughs> that's funny, ain't it? Listen to my five little views. These things don't really matter. No, because my Bible tells me you're a liar. Is Satan a liar? Is he the father of lies? Is that what the Bible says? But they matter, okay? They especially matter since nothing like this had ever been done before and ain't ever happened since. That's pretty good, ain't it, say? Son of God would become born as a, just a little baby and would live a life would die on a cross for you and I, raised from the dead so that we could be saved. There ain't nobody like Jesus. Got it? Yes or no? Well, you're just a religion. Well, we're the only true religion, if you want to say that. Because our faith is in Jesus Christ, the only Son of God. That sounds arrogant. It's a fact. 
Why, why is today, if you stand on a fact, that's arrogant? <laughs> if that's had that opinion. No. You need to get in line, humble yourself at the feet of Jesus Christ, and say, Lord, I believe. There's no other way for you, and there's no other way for me other than through Jesus Christ. My shoes are untied. How about we take a break? Sorry about that. I know on live TV the man's tying his shoes. Come on, no editing here. So it was predicted. The resurrection was proven. I want you to see it. The empty tomb. It was not denied by the Roman authorities or the Jewish hierarchy during that time. You understand? Empty tomb. It was not denied by those in authority. You can even see that in your Bible and you can see that in historical record. It's not like they said, the Romans said, No, the tomb ain't empty. And they really should have said that. Because they probably... They may have been killed, these guys that let this all happen. You know what I'm saying? They weren't like patch on it. It's okay, whatever. These were vicious people. It was proven. The changed lives of the disciples. They all denied Christ. They all forsook Him and fled. Not just Peter. The Bible says they all did it. And yet, how many people fail so miserably and hurt people so bad and aren't there for them in their hour of grief and pain and turn around and turn the world upside down for Jesus? It doesn't make any sense. Most people that turn on people, quit on people, hurt people, end up not making much out of their life. So this really happened because these disciples got it, baby. Yes or no? Amen. And he's alive. He's resurrected. They're changed lives. How about this one? And people still want to get on to us for meeting on Sunday. It's true. Why do we meet on Sunday? It was always Saturday. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Jewish Saturday, Saturday. Something must have happened big to make you want to worship on Sunday. That we call Sunday the blank day. What is it? The Lord's Day the Lord's Day. It's Resurrection Day. And history changed and started meeting. Is there anything wrong with meeting on Saturday? Absolutely not. I've always hoped one day we'll have a Saturday service here. I still want to do that. I do. But we're still building here. We're still building this congregation. We took a little hiccup right now. Yes or no? Say. We'll see how many people who were coming to church will still come to church when all this is over. I don't know about you. It's not the easiest thing to do to get yourself set in a routine to go into church. Because we're sorry as a day as long as we're lazy as a day is, aren't we? Yes or no? We know us, don't we? And to have this big break, you know. So, guys, I hope you're watching at home. I really do. And I hope that you'll prove yourself faithful to serve the Lord. Amen. Yes or no? So lots of reasons the early church is exploding what? Growth. How many times the leader gets killed? The leader's dead. Everybody denies him and runs. It's the best thing that ever happened. Usually everything goes like that, yes or no? Well, it would have gone like that if he didn't go like this. You understand the math this morning. I know I'm beating this into you. Good. You'll not leave my soul in hell. You won't suffer the Holy One to see corruption. Satan says, these things I put on the screen aren't proof. 
He's just a liar. He'll always lie to you. Yes or no? That's just common, plain English I put up. Yes or no? Is that too hard to understand? So it is proof. It's incredible. Go to the tomb. Ask the authorities. See the disciples' lives. Look at when we worship and look at the church today. I'd say we serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. Amen. I know that He is living. Whatever men may say, I see His hand of mercy. I hear His voice of cheer. And just the time I need Him, He's always near. He lives. He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and He talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, He lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know He lives. He lives within my heart. He lives. Let's make some noise for the Lord. Come on, praise the Lord. Hope you're praising Him at home. Amen. He lives. Come on, man. This is exciting. So, we ain't going away. Say that with me. We ain't going away. One more time. We ain't going away. This, this thing we've been going through, this virus stuff, has brought people out of the woodwork to condemn people. I see the light. Condemn people. Criticize the church. You might not be hearing it, but I thought about you. I thought about you, people at home, and you that are having to defend me now. You're having to defend Pastor Gary for opening the church. How many of you, be honest, say, I've had to do that, Pastor? Let me see some hands. Is it, that's sad. That's sad to me. I can see you having to defend me on, you know, me running my mouth too much. Or, but I never thought I'd see the day when you'd have to defend your pastor for opening the church. It's a sick day in America as far as I'm concerned. It's not right. It's not right. And I know you're watching online, and I know that. I get that. I get that. And I'm understanding. It's hard for me to understand, but I'm understanding it. But the bottom line is, this is the church. Ignatius went, and he was burned at the stake for being a believer in Christ. Look up Ignatius sometime. And you'll see as he's burning, they're tying him, they're burning him. He's singing praise to his God. Guys, come on. Y'all hear me or not? This is important. What we're doing really matters. This isn't the Rotary Club we got going here. Y'all hear me or not? Excuse me. If you're in the Rotary and you took offense to that, good. Because this is the church of the living God. Not the Rotary Club of wherever. You hear me? This is the Lord's house. Jesus died for us. He rose for us. Clubs will perish. His Word will never perish. And guess who ain't going to perish either? I ain't going to perish. And you're not going to perish in an eternal hell if your faith is in Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's us, baby. Come on. I hope you're strong at home. I hope you're doubling down on your faith at home. I hope you're doubling down. Come on. Speaking of proof... He was seen alive. Now that ought to just end it right there, shouldn't it? But not with Jesus. He's the biggest punching bag that's ever been. Nobody ever says, you know, I'm going to say it, Gary, damn it. 
I never hear anybody say that. But they'll say GD all the time. I used to say it. He is a punching bag. Jesus Christ. Jesus. They'll say that when they hit their finger with a hammer. They don't say, Gary! Mark! Trent! I was coaching football last year. It's funny how you're, you don't do your job on the field and you want to come off the field and cuss Jesus. Because you're not doing your job as a football player. And he comes off the field and he's just cussing God, cussing God. And I like this kid. And I went and I put my arm around him and I said, would you do me a favor? Would you say my name there instead of his? Gary, damn it. I don't normally say that in church, guys. But this is Easter Sunday morning. This matters. You hear me, yes or no? He is a punching bag. I hope you'll stand for him. Did y'all hear me today? That's a heavy message, ain't it? Wasn't planning on it being so heavy today. I receive it as, as of the Lord today. Why don't we believe in Jesus? Why don't we stand for Him? The proof's overwhelming. <laughs> Amen! Say! He was seen at least five times on the first Easter Sunday morning. We got all kinds of scriptures. He was seen by Mary Magdalene. Buddy, I, I'm out of time. You're just going to have to put the scriptures up and make, make them see them. He was seen by other women in these scriptures. Excuse me? Well, we'll be fine. He was seen by other women. Put it up. He was seen by Simon Peter, all in the Scriptures. And these people were alive and could be asked at the time. Got a Mr. Lawyer right here. If you got an eyewitness, is it a pretty well a shut case? Yes or no? If you got an eyewitness and it's provable. What if you have two eyewitnesses? Does the case get better? What if you get three or four eyewitnesses? What if you get 500 witnesses? Would you be a sorry lawyer if you couldn't win that case? Look at this. He was seen by Simon Peter. Keep looking. I'm not done. Keep going. He was seen by the men on the road to Emmaus. Remember that? It's after he resurrected. No, you don't believe it. It's fairy tale. No. That's all you got, Jack. Why don't you humble yourself and believe? Why you got to keep putting that in my face? He was seen by the disciples on multiple occasions. That's a lot of people in a room a couple of times. Y'all remember that? Yes or no? He was seen at least five more times after Easter Sunday. All those times seen, look at this one, by the disciples again to seven disciples. There's the, there's the kicker right there. That's it. That's the case should be closed. 500 at one time. It even says that many of them are even alive at this moment. Now, that was written then. Obviously not now. But it was important at the time especially. Yes or no? Amen. The question is, do you believe the Bible or do you believe the devil? It's a good question, isn't it? To the disciples at his ascension... Etc., etc., etc. Okay, and I, know, I didn't read all the scriptures because we had a time. Proof enough, proof enough, proof enough. Did we do a good job? Is there proof enough? Strength of the resurrection. Now, you don't need to wear one of these. 
it's better to just have it deep down in your heart. Amen. Say, but I'm a little slow sometimes, and I need something on my arm to just jack my jaws a little bit. <laughs> but is that in you? Do you believe in Jesus Christ? What are we doing? We're getting Easter lilies. We're just like getting Easter eggs. Hey, look, get your lilies and get your eggs. I don't give a hoot. But listen to me. Make sure you get Jesus. Make sure you know Jesus as your Savior and Lord. He's your only hope, my friend. Everything else. You've seen your world. I'm, I'm in shock, actually. You've seen your world. How quickly they'll just stop doing all for the sake of the good of the people. I don't know. Sort of scary times. I thought if you told churches to shut down, I thought there'd be riots in the street. It's the only time in American history for you that are haters or don't like me anymore. It's the only time in American history that this country's had a crisis. And have we ever had other pandemics and crises of health in this country since the beginning of the... Uh, of our start? You know, half the pilgrims that came over here, half of them died. Half of them. <laughs> Glad they didn't just stay at home, aren't you? Say. Here's the point. Only time in American history that, that when something bad, 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 bad happens that people have to flock to the church. Now, I know online's up. I get that. And I'm glad for that. But most churches in America run 75 or less. Most churches in America are not Joel Olstein's church. Most churches throughout our country are 75 or less. And, and a lot of them, they don't have any capability or even know what the Internet is, a lot of them. I mean, they know, but they're not capable to just get it up and running. Do did I hear what you were saying? I've got one pastor buddy. He's putting some old messages online for people to see. As if people are going to go and look at them. <laughs> That's what I told him. I said, buddy, you have a hard time keeping people awake when you're live with them. That's what I told him. He's my buddy. I told him the truth. He went, I know. We need the church, guys. The church doesn't save you, but we are the church, the called out ones. Yes, ma'am? And we're the ones that have this message. Yes or no? Amen? The strength of the resurrection it's incredible. Let's thank the Lord for the word. I'll quit right there. We had a lot more. Amen. Woo! I liked it. Amen. Let's get up on our feet. Now, if you've heard me go over some points like that before, good. I hope you remember them. Amen. Hope you remember this. The, the, the things that Satan come up with is pretty pathetic, ain't it? A first grader could have come up with that. You hear me? Yes or no? A first grader. That's about all the devil has against the resurrection. He hates this day. Amen? Live for the Lord. But by the way, as a believer in Christ, he hates you every day. He hates you every day because you're not going to hell. He's lost you. The devil ain't your daddy no more. Say that with me. The devil ain't my daddy no more. Say it one more time. The devil ain't my daddy no more. Why? Because of a risen Savior. And I believe in Him. Amen? Let's bow our heads in prayer. Lord, thank You for this morning. Help us as we go our way. Help us not to soon forget. Like we looked in a mirror and we forgot what we heard. We forgot what we looked like. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, as You've been touching our hearts this morning, You've been talking to us today. I pray we'll not forget what we heard. We'll not forget what we look like. 
in that mirror, the mirror of your word. Lord, I pray right now, people, that they know they're lost. They know it. They died. They're going to hell. They know that. They don't have confidence in Jesus Christ and their salvation. They don't. Lord, I pray that as they're looking into that mirror right now, they see it. I pray they won't let this moment pass. They will not let this moment pass. I pray right now they'll be saved. I pray right now they will humble themselves and say, I believe in Jesus Christ. Let me pray with you, would you? Would you let me do that here and at home? Listen, you've heard the word this morning. You've seen it. You've seen it. Jesus Christ rose from the dead. It was predicted. It's proven. It's a fact. It's it's happened. Believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Let's use that scripture again. I quoted it earlier. If you confess with your mouth Jesus, pray, and you believe in your heart. It's just more than words, guys. It's that belief down inside your gut that God raised Jesus from the dead. You shall be saved. Are you ready to do that? Let's do that now. You've seen yourself. You see you're on shaky ground. Why not not get Jesus strong right now? Believe on Jesus Christ and in Jesus. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, talk to Him. Confess Him. Lord, I need You. I'm the sinner, not You. Tell Him that. Talk with Him. I believe in You, Jesus. I don't believe You're a fraud. I don't believe that You just swooned. I don't believe that You were high and Your disciples were high. I believe you literally rose from the dead. I believe the scriptures. I believe the historical record. It's a fact. It happened. I believe in you, Jesus. I put my faith in you, Jesus. I believe you died on the cross for me. I believe you rose from the dead for me. I don't understand it all. But I know one thing. I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe in you. This is a choice I'm making today on Easter Sunday. I believe in you. Talk to him. Tell him that today. But you have to mean it, man. You can't just do what I say. Do what I say. You need to make sure it's what you say. He's drawing you right now. Save me, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. With heads bowed this morning in this audience, but also at home. How many would say, Pastor Gary, I said that prayer with you and I meant it. Can I see your hand? I had a talk with the Lord this morning. I had a talk with the Lord this morning. I put my faith in Christ flat out, period. I doubled down, man. Lord, thank you for these. I pray at home as well, Lord. Help us as we go our way. We love you. We love you. We love you. We celebrate you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord with me, would you, this morning? I know I was a little rough, I guess. Thank you at home.